magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Hello and welcome. And welcome. (sighs) (laughs) You're feeling a lot happier this week. It's a good, good time. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like it's just all the new energy and having a new president. I mean, and but also the collective energy, I feel like it's just so, so much better. Mm, yeah. Do you, are you feeling Well, I was that? feeling really, really happy, like moments of real joy, just like thinking about it. Like, I can't even believe it. It's such a relief, you yeah. know, such a relief. Yes. Uh, and but I am feeling I think if we're going to talk astrologically and you know I am that Mars Uranus conjunction is still like in the air for some people and one of those people is my daughter <laughs> so oh. it's like there is some I am still feeling a lot of the uh, energy like the kind of fraught with tension a little bit and I I do feel it for myself a little bit <clears throat> excuse me like I felt a little like on edge um yeah I'll just say that but uh, and that's what that configuration is that what well, is we it talked about it last astrology? week with cumulus it's basically right. when Mars which is like like motion determination anger it can be anger mm. and you know drive in all the ways and then it's next to it's on top of next to uranus which is like explosive energy electric mm. anything can happen who knows surprises so the com- oh, it's right. a combustion, yeah, and, uh, combustion. Uh, like making it's it through that day though of the inauguration was just like oh my gosh I but know. we did we, we did. made it through but I did, I had this week an interesting thing. So remember last week how practical magic was about peace and like, even though I was like, I don't, I'm feeling angry and feeling disconnected yes. from the other side, but I know like logically and also I'm getting the message energetically to try to create understanding and forgiveness and love. And so that evening that after we recorded the podcast, I watched a um, documentary called A Gray State. Have you heard mm, of that documentary? Mm-mm. Well, it's about an alt-right filmmaker who died tragically. Mm. And and it, and I, I was like, I watched it because I kind of wanted like the cult aspect of it. Like I want to understand this bad, like I was thinking this is going to show a bad guy. And yeah. I kind of was like, I want to understand bad the bad guy. guys. Yeah. <laughs> And I watched it and it was like, it just made me cry so much because, and it it was exactly what I had talked about in uh, Practical Magic last week. It it just really humanized this guy Mm. and it showed like his mental illness and how his mental illness developed. And Mm. it just made me like, oh my gosh, these people, like the people, for example, who attacked the Capitol, like. They don't want to be crazy. They don't want to be angry and mentally ill and brainwashed. Like, they don't want that. And it it just, I felt, I finally felt like that cracking open where I was just like, I, you know, when you get in that space where you're just like, no, I'm just angry. I just want to, and there's, that's like, 
not yeah. a bad thing to feel our anger, yes. feel our feelings, but I could just feel like, okay, I knew, I know those are human beings. I know mm. that individually those are people doing their best, you yeah. know, and it was just like my anger, my fear was keeping me from that. And then that, that film just, and, and I just want to say to our listeners, it was a very creepy, creepy mm. documentary. So if you're not, if that doesn't sound appealing to you, I don't want you to watch it. Creepy, <laughs> it'll, like, it'll freak you out. Like mental illness, like unchecked. Yeah, I don't, I think this is actually in the description of the film, but it, it, so I don't think that this is a spoiler alert, but it does end up with him and his wife and his daughter being killed in their house. Oh, so it, it's real dark. It's oh, real dark. Yeah, that's very dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if all the people that attacked the Capitol were having unchecked mental illness. Well, I mean, something was, something is, it was askew. Oh, I mean, well. You know, I mean, there's a lot is... of skill. Yes, for sure. Yeah. But what was it? I don't know. I mean, well, I saw today and this guy in a gray state, he had been in Afghanistan. He had been in uh, Iraq and he was real disillusioned and really mm -hmm. freaked out and mm -hmm. had mental illness because of what he saw and, and did. Yeah. And um, and I just saw an article today that said like one out of five of those people were military mm. people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is Trump really got those people going like that they've been wrong he's been wronged you know he, they need to defend him and like if you're yeah. coming from that place of like fighting you know he really and, hit and that we, nerve yeah so if people were already like we talked about with mature it's like if they yeah. already felt disenfranchised or yeah thrown off or lonely yeah like it they were activated and i just do want to say too for our listeners we do also know that the military is a cross-section. Like, we're not lumping oh. all military people together with yeah, that's right. the people who attacked the Capitol in any way. Yeah. It's just that, you know, that was, so, they were represented there. And I think that a lot of them were probably not well. Yeah, that's probably true. I guess I just, I mean, that is true. I don't know what I'm saying. I think what no, I am I trying. No, I was there too. Like, I was just, I was like, no, I don't want to forgive them. I don't want to understand. Well, I just want to be angry. Yeah, no, that's not where I'm coming from. I'm coming from more like, oh, if people don't agree with me, then are they, am I saying that they have unchecked mental illness? Oh, <laughs> I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Like that it, that you want to respect it as like an opinion that they have. But I feel like well, the, it, the fact that they were so convinced that, the election was stolen when yeah. it's like no. that yeah. was that's like cult leak cult followers are yes. believing that like yes. there's no yes. other evidence besides somebody telling them that that they decided to trust which is like a cult mentality so that's yeah they were brainwashed I well feel yeah like, I don't like think QAnon that's yeah QAnon I have no problem being like oh they are they've been brainwashed yeah that's a cult for sure i guess it's just regular right-wing people and no those people were insurrectionists and they they regular right -wing things people, they are not regular right -wing. There. yeah yeah that's what the only thing i was thinking at that moment but yeah no those aren't just like people that disagree with me those are people that are you know actually very harmful and dangerous and, and confused armed. and misled you yeah, know i mean yeah. i think that's all fair to say yeah about the people who were there yeah well we're in it again the old politics <sighs> well, but on a beautiful honest. note i do too on a beautiful note that um 
that that um poet oh shoot i can't remember her name now amanda do you did oh you yeah fo- oh i think it's gorman amanda gorman um if i have you that. loved that poem oh, i loved her i think i'm the only person who didn't you didn't get it oh you didn't get it really interesting. <laughs> i mean i, I was Wait, just like really? is this good poetry okay i mean oh. i was not against the the sentiments in any way hmm well, I love her, and I was in tears the whole day. Good tears. Good tears. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> no, I do I do just want to say, of course, I'm all about being honest, and I think you know from the beginning of this podcast I was wanting to talk about how much I hated Trump. Right. Um, I'm all about honesty with it. I guess I'm just like – you know, I have so many friends now, like one of my best friends, her mom is, you know, a, a, is still like really pro-Trump. Mm. And it's yeah. really hard. Like, and I don't know. It's it's just hard. We're so divided. But I really hope that, I mean, I'm so happy with everything Biden's doing that, like with the, with the, um, the the vaccine and stuff like I just hope that we start to come together a little bit more and the edges are smoothed it feels like that's what is very possible to happen you know like that the edges I feel this light coming in that can help just like make calm people down because we really had an an inflammatory presence leading the world Mm-hmm. And so now that that's gone, maybe we can come together. I hope so. Yeah, and I hope that the way that we, you know, collectively get our information, yes. that there can be a way that we can agree, kind of collectively decide on what is true. Yeah. You know? I mean, like everyone's going to be biased. There's going to be biases, but at least just like facts. Let's just agree on facts. Right. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, um, what should we talk about now? Oh, you know what? We didn't even talk about our cards. Oh, well, we basically did. I mean, because we said what happened. You want to mention them? No. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) this week's uh, Magic Monday is brought to you by two of our endeavors. Do you want to go first? Oh, Sure. Yeah, go ahead. So um, I have a new book coming out soon. It's called The Little Guide to Protection Magic, Everything You Need to Know, Including Protection Spells. So this is a concise book that tells you all the stuff that you need to know to work protection magic effectively. Mm-hmm. And then the final chapter is a bunch of different protection spells for various purposes. So that's coming very soon. Keep an eye out for it. I will on announce Amazon. it on social media. Yep, it'll be on Amazon and on my website how soon is very soon let's say (laughs) two weeks one to two weeks let's say we'll see let's say it um and this wednesday at 7 30 p.m eastern which is 4 30 p.m pacific and then in between i hope you can figure it out because i don't know what it is (laughs) Um, <laughs> I'm going to be co-hosting with Britton LaRue, the astrologer friend of the show, um, something we're calling tools for attunement. I said that word wrong, weird tools for attunement. Um, and this 
um, time we're going to be doing it for working with Mercury retrograde with ease. So um, Britain's going to talk about the astrology and some tools. And I'm going to also be talking about um, ways to work with the Mercury retrograde to flow with it rather than fighting it. And I'm also going to be leading a meditation to clear out the nervous system because it is an Aquarius, which is aligned with the nervous system. And so I'll be yeah, leading a meditation on clearing out like the channels, leg channels, back channels. And then on part of it will be going into a situation where you remember you had a hard time dealing with confusion or resistance and then clearing that out and creating an energy where you flow with it. So if you like that, then, um, you know what, I guess go to my website. I haven't put it up yet. <laughs> go to highestlighthealing.com or to my Instagram. There'll be a link there at highestlighthealing and you can sign up for that. And there will be a recording too if you can't make it live. And it's for the whole Mercury retrograde season. So even if you can't make it on Wednesday, it goes retrograde on the 30th. So you can have it for that three-month period to revisit that and great. do that meditation as much or as you three want. Week three week. Three week. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, <hope>. Sorry. <laughs> Who knows what time is anymore? Do we? I don't. Um, all right. Was that it that we had to talk about in that way? In that section. Yes. Now it's time for a question. We have a question. That's right. It is time for that. All I need to do is find it. Okay. This is from Jen. Oh, by the way, if you want to ask us a question on Yield voicemail, you can call 828 828-333-7181. 828-333-7181. I said it that way both times for you. Thank um, you. Or just email us at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com or go to our website and there's a little ask a question button. Ironically, Jen didn't do either of those. She, oh, she did it her own way. She did it her own way and she's, <laughs> I appreciate however you do it. She did it on Magic Monday Podcast listeners page on Facebook. Okay. So she said, does the, okay. She said, I have a question. Um, my mother-in-law has been reading slash slash watching quite a bit about different near death experiences and discussing them with me. One of the things discussed was some of the stories of people who were living in a lower frequency, going to a lower frequency type place instead of to their life review. I think that this is because they needed to learn from the scary imagery because they were going to be sent back, but that isn't where they would end up if they were staying dead. I don't understand that sentence. Do you? Um, Like, I mean, I think she's saying she feels like it was a part of the process, but it's not like they would be stuck there forever. Oh, I see. Okay. Her opinion is that based on the law of attraction, that if you live in a low frequency, that it would make sense that you'd end up being in a lower frequency type place after you pass. One question is more of what is your, my question is more of what is your opinion on this? Thank you for your time. And I absolutely love the podcast. You ladies are such a joy to listen to. Oh, thanks, Jen. Um, would you like me to answer first? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe you start. Okay. So in my experience of speaking to many dead people, <laughs> um, <laughs> I always say some of my, one of my best friends is dead, um, that I met when he was dead. But anyway, um, so my experience is that I would say that's not... How do I put this? I don't think that they aren't going 
to a life review. Um, it may just be, I'm just kind of tuning in because I've talked to so many people and I haven't seen, okay, I have talked to, let's say, ghosts that were, as we traditionally call them, ghosts, <laughs> meaning that they are kind of like feeling stuck, but they're almost like not even aware that they're stuck. So I do want to just say none of this is scary to any of them. It's not like here on earth where we're attached to our egos and we go into fear about things. It's a very different experience. So it almost, so for the ghosts I've talked to, it's like they feel like they have unfinished business that they want to get clear on. And so they kind of hang around there. Um, but then they get help. And this is the other thing. Help is so available on the other side, in my experience. Like all you have to do is ask for it. Like, oh, I need help from a guide. And boom, you can feel it. You can get it. You can move on past it. This lower frequency stuff feels very judgmental to me. Um, and in my, again, in my experience, I feel like the only thing that keeps anyone, say, not moving on would be not knowing how to ask for help or not being aware that you can ask for help if you're feeling stuck, let's say. Um, and I have told this story before on the podcast, but my first experience talking to a dead person was when I was, I was asleep, I thought, and JFK Jr. had just died and he, and I had just started speaking to my guides and he came to me and he was like, or at least he had the valence of JFK Jr. Um, but he was like, I don't know where I am. Like, I don't know how to, wh what's going on. And I was like, well, did you talk to your guides? And he was like, I have guides. And I was like, if I have guides, you have guides. And then he was like, Oh, and he just kind of looked up and then all of a sudden I felt this suction, like I woke up, like, like it woke me up. And since then I have heard that when people die, they get, they get that sucked up feeling. Oh. That's in a lot of people's near death experiences. They feel like a vacuum and it was crazy because oh. I was like, and I just like jolted awake. Um, so it really, that's why part, you know, one of many experiences I've had where it's like, oh, yeah, you just need to ask for your guides and then and then you move through it. Ah. Um, and um, I mean, I'm a person that in real in this life, in this body, I always ask for help. <laughs> and so maybe that's why I get that message so clearly, like, oh, all I have to do is ask for help. And then it's you're a fine. good habit. I mean, I'm real into asking for help. And then it puts you into a receptive state. Yeah. I mean, which is like a magnetic state. Oh, that's energetically. true. I mean, there yeah. is some negative stuff um, from my part, just like maybe part of it is that I don't feel capable. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, help me. Um, but the positive is that, you know, I get help. <laughs> But it, that's interesting, the parallel to life, because it's yes. like when we're depressed, when we get in a rut with depression, like really asking our friends for help will help us so much. And then sometimes we like tell ourselves, oh, no, no, I shouldn't. Like somehow that feels hard. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's true. For But and by the way, I've helped so many of these, if we want to call them ghosts, like move on just with simple communication. It's very easy. But in terms of not going to a life review, I mean, I would just have to say I, I haven't experienced that. And I mean, I guess I have with the 
with the ghosts. But um, well, yeah, go ahead. But maybe I'm not totally clear on this life review. Oh. I mean, I've heard this that this exists, that this happens. Yeah, is this something that happens in your experience? With that yeah. People? Well, a lot okay. of times people do go to that place, but actually, as I'm sitting here talking about it, it's not necessarily immediately for everybody. It happens and at- in. Well, we should also tell our listeners what that concept is, oh. the life review. <laughs> yeah, so you go with, um, again, from what I've seen, you go with your guides and, you know, in a very loving, high place, you go and review your life, basically, and what lessons you had wanted to learn, what you wanted to experience, and then you just kind of go over it, like, oh, what is there, what do I want to do now, how should I, would I have liked to process it, stuff like that. But it's not like a guilt thing. No. Like look at all these things you did No, yeah. no. That's the thing is when even with the people that I've seen that have been quote unquote stuck or like hung up on something, they're not like scary. None of it has ever seemed scary to me. I mean, yeah. sure, there's darker energies, but actually I don't involve myself with that at all. I just don't look at it. I don't have any need for it. Um, but as far as people who are in bodies and then moving on there, it's just that isn't there your ego leaves for instance i'll just say one last story is like with my mom she if you want to call it lower energy which i again feel it's very judgmental but she wasn't really into learning <laughs> lessons in this lifetime that wasn't a priority for her and when she died instantly i've told the story before too i feel like my friend kia was like ding dong the witch is dead and and then she was like oh i feel bad that i said that but it was just a real feeling that mm-hmm. i had that that her that that energy died you know, that now she was her true self. And I have experienced that with her, that her ego died and, um, and that she was, now I experienced, she laughs all the time, which I think was her, her real energy. It just literally was never, I mean, she did laugh a lot, but it was like dark, sarcastic humor. And now it's just like this bubbling laughter all the time. Part of it is because she wants me to feel that with us, me and her, which we never experienced when she was alive. But my very long-winded way of saying is this is just that there's just isn't this negativity or like oh you're lower frequency so now you're now you're in a lower place no yeah or like you're stuck like that's I think that's what we learn often if we're raised with western you know just the the kind of religious background that so many of us have been steeped in it we got this idea like oh and then you're just stuck forever like whatever happens it's permanent like you go to heaven or you go to hell and it's like it's just really not no it's, it's like an ongoing unfolding and process just like life is you know we're always growing it's funny this actually does um go with the energy report that we're always growing we're always grow oh god this goes exactly with the energy Ah. report it's so interesting yeah that we're never stuck um and yeah asking for in that case i do think one of the many things i enjoy about the other side if you want to call it that is how readily available just it's like spirit and that lightness is so readily available so like no even if somebody does experience like where they feel in between it doesn't feel like it does here where it's like we're judging ourselves for being in this in-between place or we're Uh you know we feel bad none of that is there it's just kind of like huh and then you ask for help and you're moving on. But it's constant growth. Like when you're dead, you don't stop growing. 
Yeah. And I have had a really similar experience. Like I've connected consciously and I know I've talked about this on the podcast too, but I've connected with my grandma, my dad's mom, and also my grandfather, my mom's dad. And on the other side, they both, it's like they were both really challenging in many ways for my parents and for me Yeah, <laughs> and when they were alive. And then, well, not so much for me, but you know, I was just aware of their, yeah. their challenging dynamics. And, um, but on the other side, it's like they know that even. It's like they even yes, know what yes. the challenging behaviors were and the effects that they had. And now they consciously help shift yes. me and yes. work with me to help heal those old patterns. It's it's really interesting. I mean, this whole life review concept, I wonder if I could imagine that, that if you have your life review, that it would suddenly be like, oh, it's so easy for me now to see, yes. you know, what I was learning in that life, like how I can, how much I loved the people like that I didn't mm. fully even realize when I was there on earth, you yeah. know, it seems like there's a lot of power and potential there. And also you had set it up before you came here, in my belief, to learn certain things. So then you can be yeah. like, oh, I see. And also, you're connected to your ancestors, you know, and I know that's hard for, for a long time, I struggled with that because my ancestors that I'm aware of have been very hard people <laughs> to deal with. It was not pleasant. But by, by being one, you know, by choosing to grow through those patterns, you can see, like, all their potential too, in my potential, you know, that, mm -hmm. that just got blocked by their own trauma responses, you know. Yeah. And you can consciously work with them yes. to help your ancestors to help heal those ancestral patterns, which heals in both directions of time or all directions of time. That's right. Yeah. They like it when you want to heal. So, hey, yeah. so this makes me think about the movie Soul. Have you seen Soul yet? I have seen it. Isn't it? Wasn't it good? It is. Did you like it? Yeah. I, I don't love animation. <laughs> oh, right. But yes, I did like I it. I do. Yeah. But that, when you said that thing about getting sucked up, because um, remember when they're on, so uh, everybody, yeah. if you don't know, this is the new Pixar movie, Soul. Mm -hmm. But like when they're, it, and it is about the afterlife, they're on that like conveyor belt thing and then they like spark up. They, it's that, like a sparking sort of yeah. sound. Yeah. That's interesting. It, I literally felt like a vacuum. It was like, oh, yeah. like I was like being, I woke up. I mean, it like, like brought my body up. I've only yeah. had that happen one other time when I was crying about my first cat who died. I woke up Aww. like in my sleep waking, like sitting up. Oh, not to bring it down. Anywho, we, I hope that wasn't too long winded. Did you want to say anything else about that? No, I think that that was a real good answer. Okay. I don't think it was long winded. Okay. All right. Well, now. It is time for the energy report. I've, I've decided oh. to make it a lot more <laughs> low key because I didn't like always having to go up. Oh, yeah. So that's where I am now. Okay. Yeah. So the energy report is when I talk about the energy that I'm feeling into for the week ahead and also from my clients in the past week. And... um. You know, I feel into like this settling in. It's still calling for more grounding, um, like assimilating. That's what I feel. There's a lot of like assimilating energy, like this 
Mars Uranus kind of energy of spark and uh, and all the fraught energy we had around the you know inauguration but also just within ourselves is starting to like kind of like okay what's happening it's still there but also settling down and in that assimilation it's what I'm noticing is people like so seeing their patterns so being able to see their patterns better but then also feeling like they're stuck in them this is why it goes with the dead thing um like feeling like oh aren't I through this already or like I've been here before why can't I you know which I very much understand and relate to like oh great here's this lesson again so really what I want to say is that there is prog. If you can see that there's a pattern, then there's progress. You know, it's very hard to see how you're moving because growth isn't a straight line, it's a spiral. And it can be very hard to see when you're in that spiral that you're actually moving through it, especially if you're getting triggered again. Um, so to just as much as possible to be aware that it's a trigger and you're aware of it. And so that, but that doesn't mean that you're like back to square one or you're back into your old trigger. So just having that awareness and then bringing in um, self-compassion. I mean, really that's what it is. Um, a lot of self-compassion. And then, so putting your hand on your heart and just saying like, I'm feeling triggered. May I be kind to myself. Um, all humans get triggered when I'm growing, I'll be triggered. May I be kind to myself. Growth is a spiral, like really reminding yourself, oh, wait, and even taking notes like, well, wait a minute, would I have reacted the same way last year? I'm going to guess, no, you wouldn't have, you know, so you are in a different place. It's kind of like when you, um, like, lose weight or something you don't even really if you're not weighing yourself you don't even notice it and then all of a sudden it's like oh that's weird or gaining weight too like you know it's like you you don't notice that these things are happening but they are happening because you're the one with yourself all the time so it's hard to you know see oh, those right. differences you know what I mean yeah like yeah how they say that like, I don't know why I'm being like only physical examples but like when they say if you're going to do like a new face product take a picture of your face before because oh, you do they say that mm-hmm. they say that <laughs> and then like <laughs> I don't know how I know and then you're I haven't actually ever done this but they do say to do that it's like take a picture before because you probably wouldn't notice the difference until you see the after picture um so it's very similar with growth with personal growth even more so because you're just living in your own head and your own body and so just being i just want to say compassion 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 and then one other note is i have recently started getting this information about making boundaries for yourself i always think of boundaries as being for yourself with other people yeah. But really making them for yourself Ooh, with yourself. I love this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not like, this is not like an inner monologue about my shortcomings that I am allowing anymore. Like that kind of thing. Yes, like, exactly. This is not this inner self talk is not okay with me. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to allow um, that voice. And now I yeah. do want to be clear, like there's a difference between that and like no anger, uh, good vibes oh, yeah. only, you know, no, right. no, 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 no. Like if you're feeling feelings, okay, feel those feelings. But 
Yeah. No. Just like you wouldn't allow a toxic person in your life. Right. Setting yeah. these boundaries. No. Not gonna. Not gonna to do it. To shame you. <laughs> to shame you, or to like, you know, just tell you. That's right. Negative, like just insult you, like those kinds of. Yes. I love this. Oh, I good. love this. And um. Yeah, so whatever it is for you, like if it could be like, I'm not going to compare myself anymore. That's a boundary mm-hmm. that I set with myself and I'm going to mm-hmm. keep, you know. So you have your own list. Um, but this is one of the things that can help to break the patterns even more, to help you to feel like, oh, I really am breaking this pattern. I'm, I am moving through this by setting mm-hmm. these boundaries, these rules for yourself. Yeah, I like how there's two parts of that, too, because then I feel like there's also the part of, like, once you know that boundary, then it's your job to respect that boundary. And then you get into this relationship with yourself that is so much more respectful. Yes. That's a really beautiful concept. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. So, yeah, try that this week and hopefully forever. (laughs) No (laughs) pesh. And that's the energy report. Okay, great. So now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, so this week on Thursday, we have the full moon in Leo. So I was thinking about Leo, the sign of Leo, how it's ruled by the sun and how it's also the sign of the self, like the Mm -hmm. relationship with the self. And I was thinking about how the sun is at the center of our solar system. Everything revolves around it and how that really is our experience of being a self. You know, it's like, Mm. this is my center. Everything is revolving around me. Like it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can judge that. Like it's even a saying, like she thinks the world revolves around her or whatever. It's like, well, that that it really does seem to like yeah. from our vantage point <laughs> everything is revolving around us yeah. and so um so i feel like this week for us to um at, at the leo full moon especially to like reclaim that to to claim the positive aspects of that like yeah i really am a self for, temporarily in this human form yeah. And how do I want to be seen? How do what do I want to radiate? How do I want to be appreciated? Uh, yeah, and have fun with that this week. I feel like so, that goes with the energy report boundary thing too, because it's like, right. how do I want to be respected? How do I yeah. want to feel like I'm amazing and I deserve right. to be and talk here. to myself? Like, yeah, yeah, myself. Yeah, Yeah, the self is a theme for sure. Mm. So I was thinking there's a lot of fun ways you could play with that, especially on Thursday, which, but you could just, you know, it's not like you have to do it on Thursday if you have more time on the weekend or something. But Mm -hmm. um, like, for example, a playlist, maybe? Like you could make a playlist of your personal essence. Like, this is how I want to be seen. This is how I want to feel. This is the kind of energy I want to radiate. I like that. You could do like, Like if you like to do actual vision boards, you could do a vision board. (laughs) If you prefer, like I do, to do them on the computer, like on a like graphic software or Pinterest or Mm -hmm. something, you could do that to pull in images, maybe people who you would like to kind of bring in that essence or you kind of resonate with that essence. I like that. Or pictures, styles. Like this is a week I feel like to – let it be fun and and like disconnect it because I think the problem with ego 
comes in when we really identify and we make it like super important like mm, how yeah. am i seen and yeah, then there's yeah, like yeah. then and when we can't like disconnect from like realizing well this is just a temporary kind of playful mm-hmm. moment in my dance as a soul through the cosmos you know like sure. when we can let it be this playful like yeah okay in this life i am female or whatever gender you are and i this or non-binary yeah however you are radiating in this life let it be kind of a fun art project well you know why i extra love this because my birthday is friday so yeah. i can celebrate the, and this is solar return yes so oh that's the sun true again. too yeah. but also i um for some reason and i don't understand why give myself like before i used to have more self-love i always gave myself my birthday to really celebrate like Mm. and enjoy it and like i really love birthdays and this feels like a like a celebration of me and it's my birthday so that really goes and like the liberation of that of letting it be fun and playful Maybe you can remind me this of this on my birthday because okay. I feel like this is exactly what I have a problem with on my birthday. Yes, you do. Is the self consciousness of that? Yeah, I, don't, I feel I'm like sh- yeah. Like if if other people can identify with that feeling that I have on my birthday, you know, this is I feel like a time when a portal when we can really kind of work on that and have fun with lightening up around the way we're seen. So yeah. I mean, you could. When you're doing this on Thursday, you could light a candle, you could light some incense, and then however magically you feel like you want to get in touch with that energy of radiating your essence. Do you know how I (laughs) just thought of getting there is very typical me, but thinking of like, I'm going to die one day. Won't I want to have appreciated myself? Like, I only have one lifetime as this particular person, even though I'm my soul all the time. So don't I want to like, really like appreciate? Oh my God. Like, I get to be this person. Uh Uh-huh. Almost like it's someone else. uh, Yeah. And then there's also like, there's also the freedom or the ability in this portal to get really honest about that like if there's things that you tell yourself like oh that's not me or I couldn't do that Mm. like I would love to dress like that but Mm. it's just not me you know like really question that is it really not you or do you just feel like is that just a story you've been telling like what if it really is you to yeah get a tattoo or dye your hair blue or (laughs) whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know I love it and I also just realized that then mercury goes retrograde the next day and we're in the shadow period oh yeah so it does go retrograde mm-hmm. and what's it in aquarius oh in aquarius mm-hmm. is it always where the sun what the sun is in i feel like no but i don't oh, okay. know the answer to that it does seem like the last few times it has oh, been maybe so it's maybe. just kind of close because it is close to the sun mercury yeah well it won't be there the whole time for Aquarius will it I don't know listen I'm I'm not an astrologer but you could be absolutely right about that there are astrologers like talking to us right now yeah that are you listening yes yes she's it's always (laughs) (laughs) um but I was just thinking like both of our things can go with that because like like with the energy report like feeling more in the flow of the pattern like oh it's actually perfect for mercury retrograde because it's like it feels like you're going backwards but you're not 
And oh, that's right. like the same thing when a planet goes retrograde. It's not actually going backwards, but it feels that way. Like reviewing. Yes, you're reviewing yeah. what's going on. So like looking at the pattern being like, oh, you know what? No, I'm not there. And then setting you know, like celebrating yourself, loving yourself within that whole experience. It just goes great with Mercury retrograde. Yeah. We've set you up well, all right? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 All right. So was that it? That was it. All right. That was practical magic. So before we draw our cards, let's tell everybody where we can find everybody. Oh, right. Good idea. So um, you can find our podcast at magicmondaypodcast.com. That's where you can find all the episodes and the stuff we mentioned during the episode. Mm-hmm. And you can ask a question. And tell people um, about us, you know. And also, if you would leave us a review, that would be great. We really yeah, we appreciate those. Love it. We'll read one love next it. time. We forgot to read the new review oh, yeah. this time. But Good thank idea. you so much for the people that have been doing that. We really appreciate it. And thank we you do. for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod and Magic Monday Podcast listeners. And where can we find you, Natasha? You can find me at highestlighthealing.com, which is where you can sign up for that Tools for Attunement in Mercury Retrograde this week and book a session with me, look at the classes, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, also I'm taking the waiting list for inner child healing because I will be doing that class in a in like a month. Mm. Um and on Instagram and Facebook at Highest Light Healing. And where can we find you? You can find me at testwhitehurst.com, which is where you can find a lot of free spells and rituals and guided meditations. And also you can get on the waiting list for the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts, which will reopen soon. And that's really all I've got for you on the timing <laughs> again <laughs> soon. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. I was making a face because my cats were making some noises. I don't oh, know if I you heard. Notice. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to be picking my card from the Akashic Tarot again. By okay. And this is, Sharon. if you're a new listener, welcome. This is when we draw cards for the week ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I am drawing from my Magic of Flowers Oracle that I wrote that you can get on Amazon. That's right. It's true. It's a great, it's a great deck. I highly Thank recommend you. it. I would be reading from it if you didn't, and that oh. is the truth. Oh, thanks. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay, so this week I am picking Archangel Raphael. Is what came up. Ooh. So, and that's from the tarot. That's the Akashic tarot. Akashic. Oh, Akashic tarot, which is like an oracle deck, more that's like an right. oracle deck than a tarot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by Sharon Ann Klinger and Sandra Ann Taylor. Anyway, it says that um, of all the archangels, well, I'll start from the beginning. The archangel Raphael walks down a path and approaches you, sharing his healing and uplifting light. He is a profoundly loving spirit who has an important role in bringing the Akashic power to you. This beautiful being carries the energies of love, family, miracles, healing, and blessed journeys. He can share all these intentions and intentions and experiences with you and more. Of all the archangels, Raphael most often comes in the guise of a human. 
This card can indicate that helpful others may be attending you now. That's so funny. We were yeah, ask for about, help. Yes, I love that. It also portends a time of great achievement in your personal life. And Raphael is opening the door. Blessings abound with this card upright. There may be a renewal of a lost dream, a reuniting of family members, or a healing, perhaps a physical condition or of a broken heart. Even if these conditions have been hanging on for a while, now is the time when you can really break through. Let Raphael be your partner in the process and you'll soon see why they call him the miracle worker. Oh, so there's a parallel here. I drew chrysanthemum, which is light in the darkness. And the parallel is like breaking through yes. inertia. And um, so I'll just read you a bit of it. it. Chrysanthemum is it's light in the darkness because it's an interesting flower. It's a fall flower because it starts to bloom. Unlike many flowers, it starts to bloom when the light begins to wane. So it's the end and it's like. The sun, actually, it means gold flower, chrysanthemum. Hmm. That's the translation. So just going to read you this part. Um, the appearance of this card may have to do with dispersing depression with brightness and optimism, traversing heavy or dubious energies while encompassed in, in a shroud of bright protective light, looking deeply into the shadows to solve a mystery or claim a formerly disowned aspect of yourself or reviving yourself with a boost of clarity, vitality, and energy. So it's calling on the sun. It actually says, mm. um, tune into chrysanthemum's magic, then call on and mentally fill yourself, your surroundings, your loved ones, and any situation with the bright, powerful, invigorating golden light of the sun. I love it. There's help there, and we're breaking through, and yeah, you're breaking through patterns and ask for help. I love it and all. you're shining like the sun. That's right. Have a great week, everybody. We love you. Oh, do they say that? Mm -hmm. They say that. <laughs>